You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 61. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Hello, my friends. I hope you're doing well this week. I certainly am. I took some time this week and last week to look back at the past year and recall all the blessings that I received, all the goals that the Lord helped me to meet, the dreams that came true, the miracles that I prayed for and received, and all the experiences that have helped me to grow closer to Jesus and Mary and away from self-reliance. It really was a great year. I'm also going to share with you my goals and dreams for this coming year. So let's begin with the blessings. After months of praying and fasting for the health of my daughter and my daughter-in-law, who were both pregnant at the same time, we were gifted with two new grandbabies, Lily and PJ, who entered the world with gusto. They were born three months apart, and babies and mothers are healthy and well. Babies bring a sweetness to life like nothing else. Their little hearts just seem to seep into mine, filling all those tiny little empty spaces with love that I didn't even know I had. It's amazing being a grandparent. It's actually a miraculous thing. Not only due to the new babies, but just to bond closer with my own children as well and their spouses. It really is miraculous. I will always remember this year for this blessing the most because family is everything. I am blessed with a wonderful husband, three beautiful kids, and their own families. And we have a lot of fun, and I'm loved and supported every day. So this is my greatest blessing from the last year. I was also privileged to coach over 125 women last year through my Delay and Pray coaching courses. And throughout that experience, I formed many friendships and lifelong relationships within the courses and in coaching circles that will forever sustain my life as I continue to build this amazing spiritual fasting business that God has put on my heart. These women are the bravest and most amazing people on the planet. And as the spiritual fasting remnant grows, you can be assured that our world is in better hands day after day as we fast and pray together for the salvation of our families and the world. All right. I also completed my first book this year. Woo! This was a work that has been almost two years in the making. My book coach, Nika Maples, has weathered this storm with me, and we are sealing the deal on this book project that will be for sale in just a few months as I record this podcast. She's a blessing, not only as a publishing team, but as a coach as well. Speaking of blessings and getting things done, have I told you about the Catholic fasting team that is behind the scenes who enable me to run this business and get the Delay and Pray program out to the masses? Not many people know, but a lot of people ask, how do you do it all? Do you do your own tech? And the answer is, heck no. I have my own little dream team that works tirelessly behind the scenes, and they are these people. Christina, she's my marketing and VA superwoman, and Danny, my social media champion. Those two have been with me for over a year now, and I am so blessed to have them. And then Albert used to be my podcasting guy. He is responsible for that amazing voice you hear before every podcast. 
he sadly has left me to pursue his own business dreams and he is missed. But then God brought me Joanne, who now produces my podcasts and is transitioning into the virtual assistant role. These aren't just techies, but valiant Catholic souls who help me every day traverse the unique and sometimes terrifying business of being an entrepreneur. So there you have it. Blessed with three super women supporting the coach with their skills, advice, and their love and prayers every day. And that's how I do it, everyone. And I am so blessed to have them. So staying on the blessings theme, I have been blessed by new friends, old friends, and sisters and brothers that have been there all my life. These are the friendships and connections that fuel my life. My husband and I couldn't live without these connections inside and outside of church. Okay, another blessing. You know how I love sports, so I must mention how our family has been blessed by a very good Purdue basketball team this year. We all went to college at Purdue, my whole family. Isn't that funny? They are in the top 10 right now, and we're so happy about it. This team puts pep in my step every day. It's always fun to cheer on a winning team, isn't it? And it's been a long time coming with Purdue. Basketball is rather fluid. Some days they're number one, others number five. It doesn't matter to me. They are an amazing team to watch. I think of their ranking and the win-loss record as sort of like my own when it comes to spiritual fasting. Some days I'm on top of my game and every single bucket goes in so smoothly and there are the times that we can't seem to even purchase a bucket right? You know how this goes. You're throwing up air balls and pitching passes out of bounds. For what reason? Well, we have to figure that out. So we all have great days and off days, and we need to prepare for the off days and give ourselves compassion for those times. God surely does. As for basketball, I admire the training, the strategy, the physicality, and the stamina of the coaches and these boys who play so hard. It's so fun to see their skill and hard work pay off as a cohesive team. And I often think to myself, if they can do that, then I can fast and pray consistently. So our family is looking so forward to what they can do this year. So many blessings, especially where it is most important, God, family, friendship, and health. I am learning to pray the exam and prayer nightly and thank God for all the blessings that occurred in my life that day. And looking over the year is even sweeter. I consider this as one big exam in prayer that I am sharing with you here. This is a skill and a habit that is cultivated over time. It has literally taken me almost four years to get this down. It is a part of my journal in the course and helps me actually seek out blessings during the day and throughout the year. Super important for all of us. Okay, so let's move on to wins and accomplishments. I'd like to begin with the strides that God has helped me make in the spiritual fasting journey this year. I have completed four years of developing and utilizing the delay and pray method. I am starting year five, and I'm amazed how much my consistent sacramental prayer, my willingness to struggle instead of take the easy path, and my diligent thought work has paid off. The hours spent coaching and getting coached on what I'm thinking, feeling, and doing has become daily practice now. I take the penitential act at Mass very seriously every day and recollect my life on a daily basis so that I'm a better person before God and so that I can be at his service way more deeply. This also helps me prioritize my daily to-do list, taking the pressure off and making sure that what is most important is at the top, even if it's the hardest thing to do. So here are some wins that I have personally attained with the help of God's grace through this program and in my own life during year four. I did not drink alcohol on Fridays in 2023 
This is the top of the list and my most challenging and rewarding accomplishment. I attended daily mass four days a week with one or two hours of adoration each week and monthly confession. This consistent attendance and participation of the sacraments has transformed me in ways that I cannot describe. It was not easy. I went out of obedience many times and I struggled many times, but now it's actually out of love for God. So it's amazing. It is the wind in my sails and the necessary path to healing attachments to sugar, flour, and alcohol in my view. I joined a scripture study group at church in the evenings that has changed my life. I also play pickleball with this group, and that is also a wonderful experience. Now, not that we can equate scripture with pickleball, I get it, but the community aspect of both of these things is invaluable. Also, I continued to take care of my body and soul with a clean bill of health at my annual exam just a few weeks ago. I have excellent blood work, no medication is needed. And I praise God for this is his gift to me. Good food and moderate consumption on the eat fast feast cycle, I think has made me younger in both body and soul and my blood work and my weight prove that out. Other things that happened last year was that I am now ditching cream in my coffee most days. I can actually take it or leave it. Sometimes I have it on Sundays. Sometimes I don't. This one really important behavior has enabled me to keep the fast for almost 20 hours on fasting days and has the added benefit of leaving all coffee drive throughs behind. No more Starbucks or Big View coffees. I have literally lost all my desire for any sweet coffee of any kind and passed them right on by. Another thing that's happened is I've almost perfected not snacking between meals, especially after dinner. My husband is going to join me in this endeavor this year. And we are going to be thinking in terms of keeping the fast and eating whole nutritious food during the eating window to help keep the fast. This is a great way to stay motivated to eat in meals for others. This concept can also accelerate weight loss immensely or even health if that is one of your goals. Another thing, diet soda. I almost always was able to delay it during the week. Now, Diet soda, Diet Coke used to be something I drank all the time, like four or five years ago. And I used it early on to stop drinking alcohol during the week. But now I have noticed it is rarely consumed outside of holidays and vacations. Another thing is feasting on Sundays. This is more moderate now. I no longer feel the need to get it all in on Sunday, quite like the years before. This is still a work in progress, but it's getting so much better. I also started getting up at 5 a.m. most days last year. This has helped my productivity immensely and has allowed times in the afternoon for more play and rest where I really want it. I maintained a consistent regimen of lifting weights three days a week. There is so much benefit to this regimen to both body and soul. I feel stronger, have more energy, and look more youthful. Finally, my husband and I realized our dream of purchasing our first boat. It was a blast to experience it on the lake last summer, and we look forward to many more memories and memory making in the summers to come. Also financially, the Catholic fasting coach business is up and running like a well-oiled machine. Courses have been recorded, trademarks filed, virtual events hosted and more planned. All the things are happening at a really good pace. I am just fine-tuning the engine with my team and making it stronger and better and adding more material all the time. The goal is to give way more value than the price 
and create raving fans for Jesus who get amazing results. And I keep learning and getting coached myself so that I can pass on all the information to you and we can keep fasting. And lastly, I keep doing harder and harder things, feeling all the negative feelings and shifting my thinking and moving forward in faith. Because when you do hard things, you're going to have negative feelings. It's just a fact of life. But we can feel them, my friends, without any problem. We can feel them. So what I've noticed is that when you get accustomed to doing hard things on a daily basis, you keep doing hard things. My thought is often, I can do this. This is hard and I do hard things, especially for my husband and my family. And when God calls, I try to answer, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I have come to do your will. This was probably one of the most fruitful years of my life. Let's see if next year can surpass it. Okay, speaking of next year, let's move on. Let's move on to my future goals for 2024. I am happily prioritizing daily mass this year, five days a week, two hours of adoration, and twice monthly confession. This will not be hard for me this year. I have finally turned the corner from obedience to God to doing it out of love because I do love it. This was a long time coming and I praise God for paving the way. I am also including first Saturdays and first Fridays every month for at least five months in a row. We are increasing our almsgiving and I am on the hunt for a new spiritual director. My plan is also to help and see our children every month and make a plan for the entire year to put their needs and love at the top of my list every day, even though they are out of town. If this involves flights or long drives, well, then so be it. But plans must be made way ahead of time. I'm learning this. I also have a new concentration on keeping the daily fast for the ones I love and for the freedom of this nation now. I can be fasting daily just by remembering my spiritual purpose and goal every day when keeping my fasting window in mind. I have discovered that I can do this by doing these things consistently. Number one, striving to eat in meals and not snacking after dinner. I was pretty successful, like I said last year, but this year I'm committing to doing this all week, Monday through Saturday by 4 p.m. Not only does this have a spiritual benefit, but the physical benefits are amazing. Okay, weight loss, definitely. But the main benefits are that I sleep better. I manage my emotions better. I wake up easier. I have more motivation to exercise. I get more things done around the house. and I just feel healthier. I am also adopting the thought that evenings are magnificent and that they are perfect for intercession and worship. Then I can use my confident feelings to act on that with all kinds of activities other than eating and drinking. This year, I am choosing a daily fasting and eating schedule every day. For instance, my favorite is the 18-6, which means fasting for 18 hours, eating within a six-hour window. That's for eat days. 20 hours of fasting and four hours of eating for fast days and 16 hours of fasting and eight hours of eating for feast days. I can have more types of food on Sundays that include sugar, flour, and alcohol. That's feasting but keeping an eating window helps me constrain myself from overeating. You don't have to do this at all. You can experiment on your own, but this just helps me because feasting does not mean overeating. All right, and that's all in my course. This is something that I go over tremendously well, and you can just learn exactly what is best for your body and soul. 
The other things I'm doing is I joined Toastmasters and I'm excited about this experience because I'm doing this in preparation for speaking engagements and workshops that I'm going to give locally this year, especially when my book comes out. I also plan to clean out every drawer and cabinet in the whole house. This is a productive exercise that helps me keep the fast and keeps me off the couch and out of the fridge or cabinet in stressful times. We also plan to travel more this year. We have France, Spain, and Portugal on the list to visit the three Marian shrines located in these countries with some very wonderful people in a group. I am so excited to do that this summer. As well as, like I said, visits to the kids. And then we have a Florida trip planned for some sunshine in the winter. Back to travel we go. And I've been looking forward to that. I also have some very aggressive business goals this year, including much networking, getting on other people's podcasts, a book launch party, and a possible live event in the fall. This is aggressive, I know, but it is so much fun to have all these goals. I will print this out, keep this piece of paper, and then check these off. And next year at this time, hopefully all of them will be checked off. Well, there you have it. My blessings and wins from last year and goals for the next year. And I urge you to do the same so that you realize how far you've come and how much God has blessed you so that you can thank him again and again and even thank him ahead of time. And then make some really good impossible goals. Choose a few compelling earthly goals or physical financial goals and several spiritual goals and then get going. January is a great month to plan and then execute these goals. Because guess what? We Catholics, we have Lent to help us get started. So don't give up if you haven't started. If it's the middle of January and you're listening to this, that's not a problem. Just look back at your past year, look forward to this one, set your goals and get started. Let Lent help you out. We are all on the trajectory to sainthood, which is a battle, and we must start somewhere. Saints begin as ordinary persons like you and me. The ordinary person is most important to God. He cares and we matter. We can invite Jesus into everything and ask him to help us bless his world. God has given us an innate sense to dream big dreams, to reach big heights, and to help others. That's why we are on this planet. This is especially true when we are young. Children dream easily and they don't count the cost. We can get that dreaming sense back, even now when we're adults, no matter what your age. Dreaming and godly mission are best entwined and can fuel our emotions of commitment and courage to forge ahead and do things that are very difficult. It's not too late. It really is all about motivation and a commitment to the goal that enables us to do hard things. It's also about normalizing failure in order to reach that goal. This is Nuke Chapey. Don't be afraid to fail. In fact, learn to do it. If you're going to do hard things, you're going to be fearful and you're going to fail. And then you get back up until you start doing those things really well. You will fail many times to get where you want to go, but that is part of winning. Think back to my basketball example. Some people refer to normalizing failure as either learning or winning. Substitute learning for failure. But whatever word or concept works for you and keeps you committed is what you should keep in your thoughts. Nuke chafee. Just get up and do it again in gentle repentance. Fail for Christ. Do it for him. Do it for your family. Do hard things. Jesus fell many times on the road to Calvary for us. He did it for us. You will fail too. 
you will fall. If you want to be a saint, you have to get back up. It's the same thing with spiritual fasting. Let's set those goals and get to falling down and getting back up again and again and again. It's the only way. I call this the river of discomfort. And if you're serious about casting out demons in a life of blessing others with spiritual fasting, then there was there will have to be some serious commitment to a couple goals to get you to dip your toes into that river of discomfort. The first few weeks are always the hardest. They're a little bit difficult because we're so accustomed to a soft life. We're accustomed to quick dopamine hits and lots of pleasure during the day and even in the evenings with just a glass of wine and some cheese and crackers. But you have to ask yourself, is that serving you? Is that helping you keep the fast? Fasting and prayer can be done at any time, anywhere. Getting on an eat fast feast cycle will serve your highest good immensely. It will become a rule of life, an actual rule of love. And that river that I'm talking about, it's really a glorious place to cross. Start the new year outright. Get in the ring and begin to battle for your body and soul. Once you learn how to do it, you will experience pure delight. And if you need help, you know exactly where to start. Come into the Delay and Pray group coaching experience anytime this year. I will teach you all what you need to know and how you can stay all year in the program until you figure it out. Actually, you can stay forever if you want. Very, very easy. I have a membership after the course and you can keep fasting forever and ever. I invite you in. I invite you to the best year of your life. 2024 is your year to make your list of blessings, wins, and goals and get to it. Let me know if I can help. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, please subscribe and even leave a five-star review if you wouldn't mind so that others will hear the great message of spiritual fasting, get healthy, lose weight, and get back to the sacraments this new year. Have a great week, my friends, and I will talk to you next week. May God bless you and keep you always. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.